Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hello there, it's Sandy again with another Coach House Beacon. Now, it wasn't long ago that I appeared last, but don't worry, you haven't missed anyone. It's just that I've been subbed in for someone else. Now, I don't know about you, but when I think of a substitute, I think of football teams and the substitutes who make the bench for an important game. They're not seen as one of the first 11, not quite good enough to make the starting lineup. When I was swimming at national level, I had a, sta- a second, a standing, someone who would compete if I wasn't fit enough or able to make a championship event. My understudy for my swimming event eventually took over from me when I got bored and stopped competing and a few years later appeared in the full-blown Olympics while I sat at home. Oh, what could have been? Sometimes a substitution can be a tactical decision and it's not based on just ability. Occasionally a team selection is made in order to negate another team's strengths and a player is sacrificed in order to make sure the other team, well, basically, aren't allowed to play. One of the most devastating times I saw this happen was when Stockport County, the team I support, sacrificed a player and his position to negate the star player of Manchester City. A certain Georgie Kinkladze. Yes, it's going back a few years before Stockport's dramatic decline from first division to their current non-league status. County's player, Tony Dinning, was given the role of not having a defined position. His job was to track and stay with King Cladsey for the entire game. Wherever King Cladsey went, then Dinning went also. What this meant tactically was that we reduced the football to 10 versus 10. And without King Cladsey able to orchestrate City's play, they were truly awful. They went to pieces. They didn't know where to pass the ball. They passed the ball out of play rather than one to another. They just could not get the ball to the one player that their entire strategy had been based around. County were 3-0 up by half-time, and we were in dreamland as County fans. It was pure tactical masterclass. But hey, we're not here to talk about football, are we? Although I could talk you through this demolition of City in quite good detail, if you ask me. Being a substitute is also a test of character. How loyal to a club will you be if you are continually left out of the first team until you're deemed ready? What if someone else comes in for you and offers first team football at another club? Being a substitute can often define a person's loyalty. The definition of substitute is one who takes the place of another or something replacing something else. One of the most well-known occurrences of a substitution can be found in the first book of the Bible in the Old Testament, in the book of Genesis. It concerns Abraham and his true son, Isaac. The story can be found in chapter 22, but we probably need a quick explanation of what has happened up to that point before we join the story. Abraham has been called by God to become the founder of the Jewish nation. He is married to Sarah, and God has promised that their son will be blessed and the promises God had for his people would come through that son. However, Sarah was unable to have children, so Abraham had a son brought through his servant girl, Hagar. Now this wasn't in line with God's promise, and eventually 
Aged 100, Abraham fathered a son with Sarah, who was 90. Mind-boggling and nerve-tingling in today's world. In order to test Abraham's character and obedience, God asked Abraham to sacrifice Isaac on Mount Moriah. Now this story is in chapter 22, and if you know it, you will already know that Abraham took the long journey with Isaac up the mountain to the very top, built an altar, and was prepared to offer his son as a sacrifice, following God's instructions. When God stepped in, and stopped him, providing a substitute in the form of a sheep. Now, this all sounds very bloodthirsty and barbaric to us, but this was all to find out if Abraham would be obedient. After all, Adam and Eve before him had failed to follow the instructions, and even Noah and his sons had been found wanting. There was a glimmer of hope in Noah's son Shem, and it is from his line that Abraham comes through, which is the result of a promise given to Noah. But that is another story for another time. Let's get back to our substitute sheep. It was never God's intention for Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. It was all a test. After all, God's promise that through Abraham and Sarah's son Isaac would come an everlasting covenant or promise was a promise. If you think you can see, I think you can see where we're going with this. If Isaac was sacrificed then there was no child for the covenant line of promise to come through. It was kaput. The promise was over, finished. But nevertheless, Abraham was found willing. He even had the, fir, the, the, the fire going ready for the sacrifice. He built the altar, he set the fire in place when God stopped him and provided the substitute. Now Abraham would not have known it then, but we can see it clearly that God was demonstrating that it was always his intention to provide a substitute for mankind. God was showing us how he would bring about the everlasting covenant for his people one day, and therefore for you and I, and it would be by the provision of Jesus. But how is Jesus a substitute? Well, the Bible tells us that the wages of sin is death. And this can be found in Romans 6, verse 23. It says this, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus our Lord. Did you see the substitution? Did you see what was going on there? We live a life of sin, which means that we deserve death. And yet God, in his mercy, substituted Jesus to die for our sins so that the penalty could be lifted and instead we would have eternal life. How can people say that God is not a God of love? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that all who believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. Probably the most well-known of all Bible verses, John 3, 16. We have had certain death and destruction substituted for life and eternity with God. But someone had to pay the price. And that price was too high for me or you to come up with. Only Jesus met the standard that God demanded. 
It is the greatest substitution ever made. One so amazing, so divine, that we know it as amazing grace. Amazing grace. Undeserved merit. That's what it is. It stings me when people cannot see how merciful God is towards his creation. We deserve nothing but wrath and punishment for the way that we have behaved. Even the best of humankind falls short of the standard of God. But instead, we are given the opportunity to respond to God's provision by believing and confessing our sins. Practically accepting the state of ourselves and realising that we can do nothing in our own strength or goodness. This is simply called repentance. And it means being honest with God and accepting who we are and more importantly, who he is and being sorry for what we've done. God knew that we could do nothing of ourselves to merit his goodness and mercy. So that's why he provided Jesus who could. Jesus lived a perfect, sinless life and then gave his life in order to cancel and pay the debt that God demanded for all of human sin. That sacrifice in our place, that substitution, becomes the greatest ever act of kindness and love and gives me hope and assurance of a life to come in eternity with God. Are you willing to accept God's substitute, the greatest tactical switch ever, the best plan to defeat an enemy, the costliest price ever paid, but the most beautiful act of grace and mercy ever expressed. How amazing that Jesus was obedient unto death. He knew the master plan and he followed the instructions perfectly. He waited until the time was right and then pulled off the plan that God had had all along. Jesus' death so that I can have life. What a substitution. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.